Hello and welcome to another edition of your Wednesday Wisdom. I am your host, Ralphie Martinez with Martinez Elite Fitness, and today is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. We are on episode number 236. I am recording from my garage with my setup all done. It is a Sunday, um, so far a lazy Sunday, Um, and it felt good. Felt good to, to have a, a lazy morning. Uh, no baseball this morning um, uh, for our oldest, so um, got to spend the majority of the time at home, and uh, it felt good. Felt good because we haven't had one of those in a while. Probably won't have one for quite a while after this, so I'm um, taking full advantage of it, which is uh, which is necessary. Uh, necessary to do every so often. Um, I've had a couple arguments <laughs> recently with people about that. Um, and I'm going to talk about that, uh, today. Um, first and foremost, uh, this past weekend, we sent out an email, um, about our cancellation fee. It's something that's our cancellation policy. That is a fee. Um, it's something that we implemented, but then never really, um, stuck to something we would go in at the end of the day and make sure that no one was actually getting charged uh, the fee that it is the cancellation policy um but then we did something we we ran numbers for um how many late cancellations or no-shows that we had uh for the first half of this month and they were staggering to be honest with you um either people signing up and not showing up um or sending me a text message or email at midnight some nights um, telling me that they weren't going to make it in. And I had to be very clear. You don't have to message me if you're not going to make it to class. Just take your name off the list. Um, ter- I, my, my wife and I have sat down and we wondered, like, why does someone even send me a message about this? And it's, I think, I'm, and I'm pretty sure that it's, uh, a high percentage of people wanting to give me the excuse as to why they aren't going to make it in. And I mean, unless it was something life-threatening, which that's never been a life-threatening event. Um, you know, thank God that's never been a life-threatening event for somebody not making it in. Um, but if um, otherwise a life-threatening event, should I care about why you couldn't make it in? Um, if you had a late night with friends and you weren't just going to make it in the morning, just take your name off the list, take the late cancel and take the $10 fee and know better next time to not sign up when you know you're going out with friends or you're going to an event, uh, in a night, uh, at night and you're not going to make it home in time. Don't text me about it because one that's fucked up, especially if it were to wake me up at like 1130, 12 o'clock at night, um, or wake my, any one of my family members up for whatever reason, like that's, that's fucked up. Um, to do so, so don't do it. Just go and take your name off the list. It's as simple as that. You have an eight-hour window um, if it's for the morning time, uh, five fifteen, six fifteen a.m. Uh, if it's past that eight-hour window, I'm sorry, you're going to be charged the ten dollars. Um, afternoon time, you have two hours to get your name off uh, the list. Um, and if you're somebody who's like, well, I don't know until like first thing in the morning, just sign up when you wake up. Then, if there's a spot. That's the whole thing. If there's a spot, if there's not a spot, then go back to sleep uh, and plan better for next time. And then if, because what happens is, is someone, if the class is full and then you take your name off, you know, right first thing in the morning and someone else couldn't get in, like that's, that's where we have problems. And that's where we're hoping this kind of just nips it in the butt. Um, And we don't have any of these issues moving forward. So 
get yourself off the list. Um, don't text me. Um, you're going to have to excuse any background noise. My son's outside doing his walking and Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, get, uh, get that. And it's just be an adult about it. Um, take your name off. I don't, I don't have to know about why you didn't show up. I don't want your excuse. Um, it's simple as that. Um, so here we go. I am going to talk about some, some more mindset stuff. And I don't think I, to be honest with you, I don't even know who fucking listens to this. And I think I said that last week. Um, but I also don't care how many people listen to this. This is things that, uh, if it helps at least one person, it's great. But if it, if it doesn't like turn around as far as like the people that I really just need to slap in the face with this information, um, I'm going to have to like directly send it to them because it's starting to affect other people. Now, when you come to the gym, uh, and when you join MEF, we, uh, as a company, as a gym, as the owner, as the head trainer, um, we need the transformation to be more than physical. Um, we need it to take place in your mind as well. Like we need to have some mental, uh, uh, toughness, some callous of the mind, which I've talked about in the past um, to occur. We need this because the last thing somebody wants, uh, in class next to them. And I, I put myself in your guys' shoes with this particular, um, scenario. If I'm in class and someone has their shoulders slouched forward and they're just not, I don't even want to say they're just not into it because that's not it. If they are just a sad looking motherfucker and they are next to me working out, that is going to affect my, the environment that I'm in. And then that affects, um, the workout that I have and that affects, um, my outcome. Um, and it's not so much that I can't control that because you can definitely control how you perceive somebody's body language, but sometimes, um, it's a little too much. And recently I've noticed a handful of people, like when you guys are in the gym, you, you just fucking look sad and, I don't like, I'm going to tell you right now, like, again, if it's not life threatening, then knock it the fuck off. If you are coming to the gym, the last thing someone else that's working out next to you wants to hear is you're fucking moaning and growing and your bullshit. Um, and I say that in a way that, yeah, sounds like I'm fucking mad and I'm just being an asshole, but I'm saying it in a way that I'm hoping comes off that if that is you, you just fucking stop. Um, and think about what is it that I'm here for? Am I here to bitch and moan about everything outside of these walls that is happening in my life? No, I'm not. I'm here to get a fucking workout in. I'm here to stop thinking about all the other things that might be going wrong with, uh, my day or, you know, my current life situation. Um, and I, like, this goes from like your posture and body language and to like the self-talk that you might say out loud. Oh, like, oh man, uh, I don't want to do this right now. Who the fuck wants to hear that? No one. And it's really hard as the business owner um, with multiple people in a class. Even if you guys have been with me since like the garage days, if someone's doing that in class, it's really hard for me to find a way to not sound like I'm sounding right now. And that's not good for business. And what is almost as equally not good for business is that person doing that stuff. If you, um, if you're in class, you probably felt it, you know? 
Um, and I know I give people shit from, you know, uh, about things I give people, I give people more shit than others. Um, but I don't want it to get so far along that I have to really like just make an ass of myself in a way to put someone in their place as far as that's not what you paid for and that's not what you're here for. And that's what no one else in this room right now has paid for. You know, no one, no one's paying um, to hear you fucking complain. You know, everybody's, and this, and I'll be really, really honest, this rarely happens in the morning classes, but um, it has happened like in every class. If even if it was just for one day, there might have been somebody um, that, you know, is going through something. And I totally, trust me when I say, I totally understand going through shit. Um, and I totally understand the whole body language thing because for a time there, I was, I was like that, you know, and it was very, very recent. And I've talked about it pretty much in every podcast in the last month or two. Um, and it took... It took some realization of I have control of over over what I'm feeling right now and how I react to it. And if I can put it on the back burner and focus on the what's happening right here in the moment, staying present, it helps a whole lot. And what am I at the gym for? I'm at the gym for a workout. I'm at the gym for the people that are around me. And I'm at the gym to let go of the other bullshit that I've uh, I've got to deal with um before or after class and what we're hope the hope is is that you come to the gym and you kind of you're able to let that go for 40 45 minutes and then after that 40 to 45 minutes you have some clarity when you leave that okay you know this was bothering me before but now i have this angle that i might be able to look at uh on how to fix this you know x y and z um that's the hope you know that's that's what we're here for um and again like I, I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it at that. If, if you're, and so now I'm going to correlate it with something that I also wanted to talk about, but if, if you feel that's you or, you know, if I ever, if you hear me say like, Hey, straighten the fuck up. Like I'm going to start giving little cues here and there because there are some of you that come in and you look like sad fucking puppies, um, with your body language. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to start not saying it in that way and and of course the meaning behind that is just I want you to stand tall like I want you to have confidence I want you to you know deal with the shit that bothers you and I want the gym to be a helpful place and my way of helping the way that I can convey and make this uh, come across the way that I want it to and I need it to isn't some like hey it's gonna be okay because that shit doesn't fucking work. Um, and you probably have way too much of that in your fucking life as it is and too many sympathizers, uh, around you and that's totally okay, but I'm not going to fucking be one of them. And you, if you hear, Hey, so-and-so, and it's your name, you know, chest up, chin up. I'm trying to tell you, I can tell that your mind isn't here. So either snap the fuck out of it or let's figure something out. Um, because again, like I've, I've, I've been the sympathizer. I've done my best to really, really, you know, and I know no one would probably believe this. I, you know, I do my best to be as nice as I can and it only works for so long. 
especially when there are so many other people that are like that in your lives that you might be known as like enablers. Um, but that's, and that's not me. Um, I get my point across best when I am telling people exactly what they need to hear. And so if you start hearing me say your name and, um, some other things along with it, as far as like, Hey, keep your shoulders up. Um, simple things that have to do with body language. I'm letting you know that everybody can see your bullshit and you need to knock it the fuck off and let's get to work um, in the best way possible is what I'm, what I'm saying that is what I'm meaning when I say it. Um, and now this is, a, like, this is twofold here. When it comes to me seeing it and saying something, my son recently, uh, last week, witnessed his first uh, fight. Um, the junior high... And we have some people that work at the junior high that come to the gym and uh, the high school. There are it's a fucking breeding ground for fucking chaos and nonsense and kids just getting away with whatever they want to. Um, and if you did not know by now, I am a no fucking nonsense bullshit kind of guy, especially when it comes to my children and the way that they act. Um, and the way that other people parent their kids. I don't think there's a right or wrong way of parenting, but I think there's better ways of parenting. And I don't see a whole lot of the better ways. Um, and so how I'm going to correlate this is my son witnessed his first fight. My son is on a travel baseball team that we pay quite a bit of money for him to be on. The coach, that one, I don't know the kid that was in the fight. Um, I know of him. He played against my son in uh, regu the regular baseball season this past spring. Um, so I got to see him quite a bit. Uh, apparently he was being picked on and uh, he he uh, engaged and stuck up for himself, we'll say. And it did it, uh, apparently there was two 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 fights, but the same two kids. Well, there is video because kids now all have cell phones. And instead of kids trying to break things up or trying to find help to um, get things broken up, kids like to now take out their phones and record shit like this. Um, and a lot of the players from my son's travel team, my son included, were standing around. Um, it does turn out that none of them were the ones uh, engaging or instigating or cheering on any anyone but what's just as bad as that especially in my eyes and in my son's coach's eyes is that no one did anything about it they all stood there now i've had the talk with my son since um since this happened and uh just like i'm about to tell you right now he will never get in trouble for trying to break up an altercation and if he has to defend himself then so be it there will never be consequences at home for something like that. If your friend or someone you know is getting beat up or picked on, there is consequences for you not stepping in rather than you stepping in. Now, the same thing goes for you guys at the gym. If you see somebody and you want to call them on that kind of bullshit, that like bad body language and um, shit like that, don't wait for me to say something. It's okay to tell someone, hey, let's go. You know, of course, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, look, we're, we're not picking on anybody. Like, that's a big thing, right? We're fucking adults. We can call each other on our shit and it can be okay. Now, if you get called out on something and you're embarrassed over it and it bothers you and you never come back to the gym again, I'm okay with that because it means you're not ready to pursue what we're trying to do at the gym. 
um, and is a large part of what's what's wrong with a lot of the shit that I see in kids today. I see in adults because you can't tell a kid what they were doing wrong because it hurts their fucking feelings. That should not be the case as an adult. If someone's seeing that you're having a bad day and they just say, hey, let's go, let's get it together. And it's like a partner workout or a team workout and they see you're not pulling on the rower as hard as you can and they tell you, hey, let's go because you're just fucking dilly-dallying. That's not on them, that's on you. And if you don't take it as a, as a, as a challenge and try to rise to that challenge, then you're missing the point of what we do. We are here to better each other and it is okay to call each other out on certain things like this. Um, and I would expect it. And it's not something that I would ever fault the person that is uh, trying to get the best out of somebody else uh, for. Like I'm never faulting that person. Um, so please, by all means, if you see someone doing something, uh, and especially, and if you're, I mean, if you're being, you know, told something like that, and it only makes you feel worse, think of, think about it. If it's making me feel worse. It's probably because it's true and it's probably something that I need to work on because if I don't work on it, uh, I'm not getting any better. And if we're not getting any better, then what the fuck are we even doing, right? Um, and I hope that like, I hope the way that I'm talking right now really conveys how serious I am about this and how much this means to me um, as a business owner, as a gym owner, and as a person. Um, that's the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm talking like this. And it's, it really comes out this way because it's the shit that I care about the most because it affects and helps people the most. Um, as long as they're listening and willing to take it in. Yeah, you have to be willing and capable of taking what I'm saying, in, internalizing it, internalizing it. And if I'm talking about you, any part, even if I'm like, I have no one in mind specifically when I talk about this kind of shit, it's as a whole. And as a whole, this is what I want for everybody. So if at any point in time you feel yourself like, oh man, what he said this week, I, I feel like might have been talking to me. Oh, I'm fucking talking to you then. And how now can you make those changes for the betterment of you and your fitness and what you pay for? Um, now I'm going to go back to, and that's, that's all I have to say about that. Just okay to call out people on, on stuff. If, if, if they're having a bad day, I mean, calling out means sometimes saying, Hey, are you okay today? Like that's calling, you know, that's, that's calling somebody out on something. I'm noticing something different about you today. I'm checking in on you. Do you need to talk about something? Or you're fucking slunched over. You're not putting in effort. Get it the fuck together. Like those things are the same thing to me. So, um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, I'm going to go back to, now that I've touched on it, of course, now my, mile, my mind's going a mile a minute, um, the, the fight that my son witnessed. So now he's there. He, says he, he said he tried to flag down somebody uh, staff-wise to get there, and I believe him. Uh, my son in these kind of situations would probably, uh, he, he's more nervous and scared than anything. Um, I don't believe my son will ever instigate a fight. Um, I would like to think that we've taught him better in that uh in that sense um but the the coach of the of the team he is apparently like really really involved uh as far as like he said like he put it to my wife he's too involved with the stuff that happens at school because his daughter was bullied last year um and the school didn't do jack dick about it and uh, i believe him 
And if you're a staff member at uh, any of the schools and you listen to this, um, I understand that your hands are tied, uh, triple knotted behind the back, probably to your feet when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Um, but with what he explained to my wife and the things that I've heard and um, seen myself, like I, I totally... I totally side with how he thinks, the coach that is, um, and how um, little is done from staff and how little can be done with staff, right? You can't expect a, a teacher to, to, to risk their job in order to do something. Um, but it makes me think that there is something missing from the generation coming up and probably the two generations before them. Um, I'm not saying that when I was growing up, we didn't have all this because we did, but we also didn't have the things that these kids have now. And that is the social medias, the cell phones, the, um, you know, all those platforms that they could, they can do things uh, on. Now, this happened to be a pretty simple, this kid was fucking with one kid, so the kid socked the kid. And then the next day, it escalated to where they fought at school. Now, I proposed to my wife an idea of what if your child were to fight at school for whatever reason, whether they were getting picked on or they were the one picking on the other kid. What if that kid not only got suspended, but all homework assignments, of course, are due as usual, okay? And then you made a kid go and spend the night in juvenile hall. And then you made them do community service to where the parent had to take time out of whatever schedule they fucking have to take their child who did something they should not have fucking done and had to take them to the community service. Your parent had to drop you off for these 10 hours of community service and that fucks with their daily life. And now you have to see the consequences that it all has trickling um, from the top, which is your parents, down to you. So not only were you suspended, you had to spend the night in juvie, and then you had to do community service where your parents had to take time out of their schedule to take you to. Now, the reason I have this idea is because, and this is gonna hurt some feelings of some of you, and that's okay, I'm all right with that, because a lot of these kids are fucked up because they don't have any parents at home. Um, some people might think that my wife and I are weird when it comes to our kids because it took us so long to get one of them a cell phone. It took them, uh, it, it, we don't let them just run a, run about with, with friends and do as they please. Like they, they have to have permission. They have to do certain things. Like we, we parent in a way that is, is not normal, I think, for nowadays. Um, and I feel that if you were to force, like this is now forces a, a parent to actually be a part of their kids' lives at some point, um, it, I feel like it would make a difference if there were more consequence to even just the smallest infraction. You want to fuck around and fight somebody? Fine, but guess what? Now you're going to have to pay for it. Or you want to you wanna bully, like bully somebody? Well, then you're going to have to go see where that might lead you. Because my son's at an age now where... If this isn't nipped in the butt, that they, it only escalates from here. It goes from one-on-one -on -one fighting to jumping kids to gang relations to stealing stuff 
you know, like it only escalates from here. And as a father, I want my son, my daughter, my sons and my daughter to be as far away from that stuff as possible because I want them to have the best future that they can have. And I understand that that starts with me, but a lot of parents don't understand that. And so seeing something like my son knows if my friend is getting, you know, beat up, my job now is to make it as minimal as possible, whether it is me grabbing the kid off of him or her or finding the nearest adult and getting them as fast as possible. Intervening is okay. Um, and whatever happens from there, what happens with my, if my kids were to get punched and then had to defend themselves and they, they know the, they know the risks that go along with it, but they also know, um, the consequences if they don't. And the consequences, if they don't intervene are much harsher than if they were to intervene. And that's my take on it. And I'm doing my best right now to rack my brain to figure out how, uh, we can bring this type of thinking and mindset and this plan that I, this stupid fucking plan that I have in my head, right? I want, I want all these kids not to just, not to get along. Like kids don't have to fucking get along just like adults don't have to, but to not feel that this is the answer to feel that, Hey, instead of like, grabbing this kid's hat for fun, why don't I just go fuck off and hang out with my friends instead? Or, hey, instead of the, the, um, the action, the reaction to this kid steal, like I guess it was over this kid fucking with this other kid about his hat and stealing it off his head. And to be honest with you, being a preteen boy, someone stealing the hat off my head would piss me off too, um, just because it's annoying, right? Um, anything little, like little things, like annoy, can annoy you to the point where, yeah, that's your... That's your reaction. Well, instead of that, the kid, not just using his words, because that's not, that's not how that works. Like, using his words in a way that's going to make the other kid think, think enough about it to stop. Being able to teach kids to um, break, you know, break that down in their mind. Okay, this kid's fucking with me. Let me stop. Let me have this conversation. And then, of course, if it doesn't, <laughs> kids, kids are going to be kids. So, yeah, if he's going to keep being a dickhead, then you know what? Maybe he does deserve to get punched in his face. And I'll tell you now, some kids deserve to be punched in their fucking face so they don't turn out to be adults that should get punched in their fucking face. And I don't condone, I don't, I say, I don't cheer on violence, but sometimes violence is necessary. And um, as a last resort... So instead of this kid's first reaction being, let me punch him in his face because he was fucking with me, let there be other tools that a kid can learn. Let there be, um, I don't know, some type of way to show a kid that that's not like, who thinks that's a fucking cool thing? And the word cool anyways. I'm, I'm just rambling now, but I'm going to do something. And I don't know what it is yet, but something has to be done. And... I'm at the point now where it, it might affect my son at some point. It's gonna, it might affect my other son and our daughter. And if we can lead by an, by an example that is worth following, then 
I want to be at the forefront waving the flag. So think about that, guys. Next time you're in, are you hunched over? Did you have a bad experience right before you got into the gym? Leave it at the fucking doors and then let what we do in class give you other avenues and perspective to then tackle it once you leave. That's all I got for you guys. Have a great day, everybody. Happy Wednesday, and we'll see you in the gym.